Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. And welcome back to Why Though. We are so pumped to have you for our last episode of 2021. We're going to close out strong. And I just want to thank you to everyone who discovered and is in agreement with me that the holiday is far superior than Love Actually. Incorrect. Thank you. Listen, but there is a dividing line and now we know it. Like there is a certain type of person who likes to escape from reality. And there is a certain type of person who's like, give me the real. That's yeah. kind of sad, and that's real life. And we we are two different breeds, we and are. we have learned it from that episode that that's how it is. There's a dividing line. There really is. There really is. And, I mean, we definitely knew that before that. But Correct. De- but <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, you like to keep it real. And I'm like, oh, well, that actually makes me so sad. But there's a strong, strong – And did anyone see that Gap ad with Katy Perry singing All You Need Is Love? I was like, wow, we're still doing this. Wow. The gap is still around. So here's the thing. The one near me closed, which is how I got several pairs of jeans for $5 each or something. But I didn't know that the gap was still going strong. So funny thing. They've been bankrupt. I don't know. Have they really? A billion times. Oh, yeah. They've gone bankrupt several times over Look the last them. like 10, 15 years. And just reinvent but they themselves. Still, but I, I don't pay for the premium Peacock subscription, so I still get the ads when I'm watching, even though I am paying for this service. That's right. And um, I'm like, why do I have to do this? I'm just trying to watch Modern Family. <laughs> anyway, I was like, wait a second. This is a really cool ad of Katy Perry singing in like these bright colors, and it was all like color blocking, and everybody's dancing around her. And then at the end, it said Gap. I was like... You are still around. <laughs> this is this is not 1997. Why am I seeing it's happening. Gap ads? <laughs> I know. It's still we're still here. Oh yeah, just Google their website and she's at the top of it. Look at there that. Go. They're gonna go. have Katy Perry pull them right out of bankruptcy again. <laughs> if you work for the Gap, we're so sorry. We oh apologize gosh, profusely. So but if you want to send us those friends and family discounts, we'll totally take them. We'll I take probably them. won't go because the gap is so far away from me, but that's sweet. If you want to give it to our listeners who might still enjoy you, the gap. You, but you still go to stores more than I do. I do everything online. Yeah, well, I'm 6'2". Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I you need to try I don't on. shop. And my children, my son is seven and he wears, he's taller than a 12-year-old. And, what size you know, is he? Now I'm just curious. Put me out of my mind. Oh, he's, he's in a 12 and he's seven. <gasps> Yeah. So like this is our family life. There's no way that we're just going to be like, hey, let's order this online because it's not going to work, which is also another reason nobody. Well, I don't think anyone should be shopping on Instagram because why? I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this and I have before when we've talked about this, but I think that you shouldn't shop on Instagram, not only because Facebook owns them. Okay, okay, or Meta or whatever. Facebook owns them. Don't forget that. Like Mark Zuckerberg is in your business with your bank cards. You know, I mean, the the signs of hacking are all present. I don't care how private they try to make it. And let's not pretend like Facebook and the Instagram are not connected. You guys, they're deeply connected. They're in the same bed. Okay, so stop buying things. Plus, when they come, it don't look good because my friends send me pictures of the dresses they buy and how they look on. And I get a great kick out of it. 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 could be a fabulous meme. I enjoy that very much. <laughs> but I just think maybe we should stop shopping on Instagram, guys. Also, I mean, 
forgive us, Lord. But all of those little small shops that pop up on Instagram, their return policies are not great. So you're not going to get your money back. Ever. And I just want to say... One of the best days, Ashley, was when they added that little marketplace button on the bottom of Instagram and you lost your mind. You I was so mad. Believe. I'm like, marketplace on Instagram, this is for Facebook only when I need to buy something that is silly. And guys, come on, marketplace, what are we doing? I know. And then when you I'm following can't. someone and they put seven things for me to buy in their one Instagram post, that is an immediate mute or unfollow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know we're all trying to make it. I'm sorry. This is just how I am. I apologize, y'all. I really do. I know we're all just trying to make it. But if I can purchase six things in your one Instagram post, it's over. It's over. This is no longer a connection tool. It's over. This is exploiting your platform. But guess what? We know you're trying to pay your bills. So yeah, no so sweat. No, no sweat. hate. No hate. No hate. Uh, but I'm going um, to mute that. Yeah, I'm I'm not for it. Uh, you know, there is one uh, Instagrammer that I really enjoy, and I'm going to tell you who it is, people. It's the New York Nest, and she is Pakistani-American, and she lives in New York. Um, she lives on Long Island, and she is, it's just exciting to follow South Asian Instagrammers because I have only this year found um, a handful that I really enjoy. And she is a mama, and she's so funny and so creative, and I just love her style. But more recently, I'm like, oh, no the holidays came and it's she isn't toggling the like hey this is just my real life with the hey buy this i'm like you got to spread those out there weren't spread out enough and so i'm out i can't do it i can't do it's it it's very hard it's too I much know, you guys it's tough it's really tough again well, everyone's what a perfect paying bills, segue. but hard <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect segue to what we're talking about today people anti-resolution resolutions mm-hmm. we're not going to tell you what to add to your list we're not going to tell you to lose 30 pounds and do whole 30 because snap, I'm not going to do any of those things. No, but we can tell you what you should stop doing. And we're going to let that be a blessing. And consider this a permission slip because some of us, we just need that little nudge in the right direction to stop doing things that are a little defeating or they aren't serving us well. They aren't serving our world, our people, our season. We're here for you. We're here for you. Mm-hmm. Like this. Oh, no, yeah. it's very exciting to think about the things to stop doing. Especially after the last couple of years, you guys. I mean, there are certainly some things maybe we want to start, okay? We're not anti-starting things. We're here for you. We like goals. We, we are very um, goal-oriented humans. Hashtag and at the same time, it definitely feels like a good time to stop doing some things. Come on now. Hence okay, the I'll... anti-resolution resolution podcast. It's so perfect. I'm going to start number 10. Okay, apparently I decided there's 10 just now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number 10, stop comparing this season to any season pre-pandemic, any season at all, but yeah. especially pre-pandemic, because that's mm-hmm. not the world we live in. We got to stop that. The world is not the same. We're not the same. We got to stop that, y'all. Don't just keep comparing your life. That is going to rob you of any joy possible in this moment. Yes, that's true. I agree with that. I think that's a great one. And we don't know what we're walking into either in 2022. Mm. And I think that's really important. You got to take life as it comes. And I think that's that's a very important rule of life is to take it as it comes. All right. I'll say the one that I always say, which is stop having unrealistic expectations. Ooh, okay. So good. And as my husband always says, and I've said it a million times here too, but an un- unspoken expectation is an unfair expectation. So don't just have, you know, crazy expectations for yourself to do one million things. Stop doing that. But also stop putting all of your unfair expectations on other people that's important too it makes you miserable you live in perpetual disappointment when you do that 
Oh, I love that. I'm going to bounce off that for number eight is stop thinking once you've arrived, whether that's financially or a goal way, that you won't have any problems anymore. Right. I think we have this idea that, oh, if I just made this much, all my problems would go away. And I'm obviously there is real problems that would go away with a certain income. For sure. Or, or the health of your body. For sure, for sure, for sure. But the idea that life will be magically wonderful once we've hit a certain fill in the blank I, is such toxic thinking, y'all. That is that's dangerous thinking. And again, I think it 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 allows us to easily overlook the goodness that's in this moment. Woo! I, I would like to say that Tiffany on number eight just made a strong case for love, actually. So <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed that circle back because that's the whole point of the movie. It's like, look, life is hard. Oh, Some marriages end in affairs. Some people fall in love with the wrong person and show up at their house like a crazy person with, with some cardboard signs. And there's many things that go wrong in this life, but you will overlook the goodness of this moment, you know, so... I'm just saying you made a really strong case there. All right. Good. Number seven is stop buying things on Instagram. <laughs> you had to say it. It had to be said. And and Facebook. We don't we understand that used marketplace. That's fabulous. Oh, I so love the marketplace so much. So you can get the best furniture there. It's legit, you guys. I love Facebook Marketplace. You do. Can I add a real thing again on the Instagram thing? Because I really yeah. agree with this very strongly. Um, we don't know if these are ethical businesses, y'all. It's just exactly. it's Instagram. You purchase right away. We don't know. And if we're talking about ads, by the way. Yes. Yeah, we should have said that. Okay, yeah. we're talking about ads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're getting real targeted. I'd also like to say that I think Instagram thinks I'm getting married because all my ads are for wedding dresses. You click on one wedding dress because you're curious. And then what do you know? <laughs> You got to start marking it offensive. That's the way to do it. But I like the wedding dresses. <laughs> no one else I'm not going to buy nothing. I don't need no wedding dress. But I'm just saying it's pretty to look at. I figure if they think I'm getting married, then they won't bother me with things I might be tempted to buy. I like that so much. Like I oh, that's the best. Okay. Yes. I sent Tiffany a string of my ads one time because I'm oh, so guys. deeply confused Instagram, which is my goal in life. I actually really enjoy doing that. It's very fun. But they really have no idea who I am. And the ads they send are hot mess. It's fabulous. And none of uh, them are connected at all. <laughs> it, they were, there was such a lack of continuity. I, I was dying laughing. It was unreal. May I, may I, permission to share one of the ads? For sure. I don't even you remember guys, what she they had were, a Mark so Driscoll ad. Mark Driscoll, that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's because I listened to like two episodes of that podcast probably, which oh, is another man. reason why you should not let Instagram track all your business. Because why are, why do you know what podcast I listened to? Hello? Yeah, that's that's too this much. Is, come on, guys. They're doing too much. Oh, they know everything. They know okay. everything. And they <laughs> they show you ads of what the people who ping off your phone are buying. Correct. So if your neighbor you can turn that street, off. Though. This is real, you guys. If your no, neighbor across the yeah. street bought Colgate charcoal toothpaste, you mm-hmm. are also going to get ads because they think, oh, this person's going to see or be exposed to something similar. Mm-hmm. Might come up. They might want that. They're pinging off other phones to also give you ads. It's crazy. Okay. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Should number six be get rid of your phone? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. We're not going to tell you to do that. No, we're not. But but why not? I mean, honestly. Okay. Number six. Let's let's go there. Number six is stop scr- doom scrolling. Stop oh, it. Just yeah. stop it. If you, you don't need that, that in, in 2020, life. what are you doing? I mean, you can't right? live on doom scrolling. 
You cannot live on doom scrolling. And so many of us are using that as a coping mechanism instead of, you know, there's all kinds of vices we have. But this is a pretty dangerous one. And like you said, I remember one time you said, in like 20 years, the FDA is going to regulate screen time. Yes. So let's just get a hold of that now. Yes. Let's just get a hold of that now. That's it's mine. so Number true, six, you guys. Stop doom scrolling. I love that. And, and it is, it's just true. And the world is not half as bad as people make it out to be. I... It's been nice, as I've said, to be off of social media. And I was connecting um, at my local nail shop with the the woman who runs the front desk. She's so kind. I adore her. She's probably in her 60s, if I had to guess. And she was sharing with me just the different you know, experiences she's had working the front desk of people who either don't want to wear a mask or, you know, want to want to talk to her about vaccinations. And anyways, we don't have a vaccine mandate in places like nail salons like some other states do. We don't have that yet. <laughs> if, it's, if it's coming, I don't know. But my heart just grieved so deeply with her. And then she shared, you know, the fear that so many of her family members are feeling around the new strain of COVID. So we just got in this whole huge conversation about a woman who works at a front desk and is having people People literally cuss her out and scream at her and yell at her. And we talked about doom scrolling, like just how people are allowing these their their entire lives to be formed by media. And so they're one way or the other, either, you know, COVID is a total hoax and doesn't exist at all, or you can never go anywhere. You can never do anything. We should never take a mask off ever. You know, so it's like these two extremes that we're all living in. And I think, like, I would love to see us stop doing that so that we can come back to the middle and realize like both sides are probably a little bit wrong <laughs> you know like nobody has yeah. this spot on and i think that if we we give ourselves the opportunity to come up for air on bad news and you know terrible things that are happening in the world you know that we could stop letting our lives be formed or our opinions about men or our opinions about people or our opinions about the church or our opinions about business like all the different things that we decide just based on media you know, so I, I really love that one, Tiffany. No doom scrolling. It's a good one. It's a really All right. good one. We're down to number five already. This is so exciting. <gasps> okay, here we are. Number five. This is for all you people pleasers in the back like me. Stop saying yes when you should be saying no. Mm. We think we owe everyone the world and we do not. Of course, there's people we're accountable to. Of course, we want to help take care of our family and do our part. But for those of us who are saying yes under unnecessary guilty terms you don't have to do that just stop it just stop it stop it stop it stop it, stop it, stop it. you don't mm-hmm. want to do that you want to i mean we talked about this but you don't want to be the room mom don't do it you don't want to <laughs> do all these extra things or or even just if you're somebody who's like oh and now that you know people, restrictions are starting to lift i want to meet i want to have coffee i want to do this and it's not somebody you want to spend your life with or someone you don't have time for it's okay it's okay to be like this isn't the season for me wish you well you can stop you can stop mm-hmm. saying yes when you really want to say no. I love that. And how does it help people if they decide to start saying no when they want to say yes? I mean, yes when they want to say no. Which one? Wait, which one? <laughs> <laughs> I am backwards. That felt so Dr. Seuss. What do you need? What, what was the question? <laughs> what does it do for people when they stop oh. doing what you're saying? <laughs> 
I think I, I, I mean, forgive me how vulnerable this might be, but I think so much of our people pleasing comes from childhood trauma and our family of origin of how we were parented in a way that we were manipulated into saying mm-hmm. yes and doing and acting in ways that we felt uncomfortable with. So if you find yourself in a way that you, you want to just please people, just not because you want them to like you per se, but just because you don't want to deal with it or you want to be seen a certain way or you, you want to be seen as accommodating and you can become a doormat that can get, um, mm-hmm. Again, I, I already used the word dangerous, but that can get pretty dicey um, mm. when you find yourselves in situations where you are enabling harm uh, of, of the people around you or you're enabling manipulation or you're enabling narcissism because mm. you continually say yes. Mm. Thanks for sharing that. I agree. So good. We're down to number four. I'm just I've just got some just got some rolling off rolling off the tip of the tongue here. And this isn't like. You got to do this, but you got to do this. Okay. I'm a type A. This comes easy for me, but I just want to say that this is something that has helped me tremendously when I put it into practice is stop procrastinating on things that take two minutes or less. All those easy things. I know this sounds silly, but I read about, I read a book about it actually. I think it was called Getting Things Done. And it's so silly. And I read it probably 11, 12 years ago. And he, he, he talked about the science of the two minute tasks. And so, so many times we put off the easiest things and then we just forget them. And they were rather important, like paying your credit card bill or something that takes <laughs> two minutes or less. I'm being for real. It takes two minutes or less. But we just keep putting it off or go put that one single item away that you got out at home. And before you you know it. Your whole house is a hot mess and it's going to take you forever to clean up. But if it's something two minutes or less. And I really try to do this with my kids as well. And it's, it's working. We call it micro chores over here. Right in a parenting book. I don't know. They're probably going to be lazy slobs since adults. I'm doing my best here, people. But I really <laughs> encourage you. Stop putting off the two minutes. Think if you can find just two minutes to get that one little thing done, it can give you some great mental headspace later. I love it. Or just don't do it. You know, I mean, obviously you have to pay your credit card <laughs> bill, but I think sometimes, yeah, we, we do tend to keep, I think, especially women, a running task list of things that honestly are not really necessary. I heard somebody say this week that one of the worst things you can do is to optimize things that should have never been done in the first place. And Ooh. so I feel like it's also thinking through, like, do I need to be worried about this? Like, is that, do I actually need to respond to that email? And if the answer is no, then take it off your list. You know? <laughs> I love if, that. I yep. think you also have to decide, like, hey, I've got too many tasks running in my brain and no reasonable human being can keep up with these. So I'm Come not going to do them. That's the bottom line. So that's, I think, a, an important part of that, too, because I agree with you. It's like, do the two minute things. And then also figure out what what are these two minute things that are just tracking in my head because I've always done them and they're really unnecessary. <laughs> okay, okay, so that is three. such a good point. Can I add one more thing to that? Please. To, yeah, okay, so I saw a viral tweet on that kind of on that note, and it talked about the idea of a forty hour work week was based on individuals who had someone else doing their dishes, someone else watching their Correct. kids, somebody yes. else, um, yes. you know, cleaning their house, somebody else getting yep. their car fixed. It, you weren't doing yep. any of your domesticated tasks, you know, your domesticated life. And so this yes. idea that we think we're just going to be masters at all this and we're sold a false bill of goods thinking we can have it all, do it all, all at the same time. And it's like, yeah, actually, it. surviving is a really good bar to meet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, too, with, you know, understanding you, you also teach people 
what you can and can't do. You know, like we have yeah. to hold each other account- accountable and responsible. But like, like you said, Tiffany, I work a full time job and I have three little kids under seven. So like, if I don't respond back to you, it's not because I don't love you or don't want to talk to you. It's because I literally don't have the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, Come on now. and yeah. I'm not being rude and I'm not being unkind. It's just we we each are one person with a day, and most people do not have the help that they need. Exactly what Tiffany just said. We've all got to do our own grocery shopping. We got to do our own bank runs. We got to do our own mm-hmm. errands. Our own target mm-hmm. trips our own like yeah. all the things we're cooking our own meals like this is really real and even carving out 10 minutes for yourself a day can be can feel difficult for most people i know whether they're 100%. single married have kids or don't have kids so man i'm so with you this is this is really important and good okay i got a number three which is this one stop resisting others so I think that, you know, we've been in this sort of lockdown mode. Um, and I know that's not true everywhere. I've visited lots of places where they don't even have mask mandates over the last couple of years. So I, I understand that what I'm saying is a little bit Los Angeles and the like centric. But at the same time, I do feel like even if you live in a place that it has not been on lockdown, we've had all of this political division and polarization and different beliefs coming to surface and all these different things. And we're all trying to navigate how to do relationship well. And so my encouragement to you, even though this is a stop, stop resisting others, is to start saying yes to relationship. Like, where are the areas where you can go deeper with a person that you love and that loves you? And where can Mm -hmm. you, you know, begin to open up and be vulnerable again and begin to risk being in community again and begin to open yourself up to being connected to others in a way that feels meaningful to you. Um, Because I do think we've had a lot of resistance and some of it has been so necessary and will continue to be necessary. But also we cannot wall ourselves off into a corner um, because we need people to be with us and we need other people need us to be with them. And so just thinking through like, am I resisting people that really love me? And if so, stop resisting others. There's number three. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so good. Um, I want to have number two start with stop. So I got to figure out how to do that. But stop ignoring the simple moments and be willing to ask yourself, where do I see God right now? Love Because it might not be in the bright and shiny moments. It might be yep. in the ordinary struggle. And I just... I'm really, really aware that desperation can open some untapped strength. It can really unlock something in us. And I feel like most of my life has lived in desperation, if I'm totally honest, in parenting and life and finances and all of it. And I have I have found that desperation is is leads me to a creative place and it leads me to a place of strength and it leads me to ask where do I see God in this? And I think when we can allow the divine to exceed our tiny little framework that we have him in, I think we can really be surprised at how he's working in our life and what he's drawing out of us and who he's bringing in our lives. And, um, and I also just want to say on your number three, I'm very convicted by that of stop resisting and start leaning into particular relationships. Cause, uh, and if anything, we know we can't be all and do all for every single person. So to be able to be vulnerably sharing with just a few in this season, who is that? What does that look like? That is, I know y'all convicted too. I know y'all felt it when she was saying that. So, (laughs) so important. I think everybody feels that, you know, um, I've found this, I, I don't know if this is true for you, Tiffany, but most people, when they get really honest with me, will say how lonely they are. 
Um, yeah. And it's a real place. And some of it's connected to the season of life you're in, you know, and the, the things that you're going through are moving to a new city, starting a new job. I mean, there's a million reasons why, but there are also people who live in the same place their whole life and feel this sense of loneliness and isolation. And I think that we really have to figure out how to stop that um, and be people who can connect and love others, even though it's freaking hard. Because <laughs> to your point, right. Tiffany, survival mode is real for people right now, you know? So yeah. I think we do have to figure that out. Um, and it's not easy. I okay, own my so, desperation. I own it. Yeah. I know who I am. I know yeah. Who I, am. I mean, it's wise to do it, right? Like, I think that that's important. Um, okay, so no, numero uno is a very simple one. And um, listen, I'm sorry that this is about about to happen, but I want you guys to stop not drinking water. There it is. You just you just need to drink some water. I mean, drink a lot of water in your life. It will give you more energy. Your body is almost um, 100% water. It's 70% water. Mm-hmm. And it needs that to flourish and to think clearly and to make everything do what it does. And it will help you in the most spectacular ways. So just drink more water, you guys. Truly. Also, <laughs> I mean, I think that's a really way, great way to go out because it's something we all have access to. If we don't have access to clean water and you're listening, I'm hoping that there's a way to get that no matter what state you live in, no matter where you're listening from. But I'm telling y'all, for your organs to function, you mm-hmm. need water. Truly. You need water. You do. Yes. You really do. Yeah. It helps with your mood, too. So many great things. It does help with your mood. We need all of that. We need that, people. Well, here we go. 2022, come at us. We are ready for you. We're not, actually. We're terrified no, of all that you might bring. We're terrified. <laughs> Mortified. Please don't hurt us. Please just like creep in and go slow, you know, like don't hit us with the he January one. Like I'm going to need you to just like take it slow. I don't touch I anything. To slow. Don't, don't touch, touch anything. Nothing. Just come in and sit down. Please. Be quiet. Please. Amen. Okay. Oh, I saw the funniest thing guys. about resolutions. It said, uh, instead of trying to improve myself, it's the circumstances turn to improve itself. <laughs> Come on, it's not Listen, us. Listen, that's a word for the term. earth. I Isn't it that. though? <laughs> I think it is. All right, beautiful people. We're we here for you. you. We love you and we'll see you next year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Hey, listeners. Remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.